still trying to do a little bit of um fixing and editing well we are um already filming what's up guys <laughs> <laughs> hey welcome back to wonder vault podcast um like always we're having technical difficulties with the video but you know we're trying our best um so it's just me and stephanie today hey and um yeah we're gonna be talking about a lot more it's gonna be more of a deeper conversation um and i just feel like i mean i guess jr could have been here for this but i feel like <laughs> he would have just been quiet for a lot of it so yeah this is more kind of an interview um of stephanie um she's gonna be just talking about um certain issues like body image modeling and eating disorders so i just want to give you guys a trigger warning if you are sensitive to those subjects or is that that's not something you wanted to um talk about listen to listen to or are just sensitive in general to that type of conversation. I just wanted to give you a heads up so you can um, listen to last week's episode or anything of the sort, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can listen to something else. It's, it's all good. Yeah, no hard feelings here. So, guys, um, yeah, um, well, where should we start stuff? Well, damn. <laughs> well, damn, what a deep-ass conversation we're about to have. Yes. Um... Well, since it's about me, <laughs> uh, how do I even, well, we can kind of talk about, um, we can kind of start off like w- when you kind of really opened up, I guess, to the public about mm-hmm. like what you had gone through. Um, you posted a picture of you like at the gym. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, so I had a, you gave me a photo shoot at, at the gym I go to, um, because, like, that was, like, my most fit I've f- felt in my entire life. Like, I literally was taking, I say was because at the moment, I am not taking care of myself. But, um. Because of quarantine. Quarantine and, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's not bad, bad, but it's not my best. Yeah. What I know I could be at. But when I posted a picture months ago. When was that? This beginning of the year? Yeah. Yeah, like, January. Um. And in that photo, in the caption, I opened up about something that I struggled with and still like it's still a battle for me today. But it's it's become a lot easier to um, get through than I did before. Like in high school, um, when I was a sophomore and my sister was a senior, we went to the same school and I was going through, and I had always had uh, what you would call body dysmorphia, and to give you the exact definition. Oh, perfect. um, Body dysmorphia, or BDD, is a mental illness involving obsessive focus on a perceived flaw in appearance. The flaw may be minor or imaged, but the person may spend hours a day trying to fix it. The person may try many cosmetic procedures or exercise to excess so for me in that case was I focused so much on my appearance um like my my shape and like my stomach area specifically like I was so obsessed with like trying to have like the perfect stomach and when I look back I'm like I was small like I was 
happen. I wasn't like I was fine. So it, it was just in my head, you know, it's a mental illness this thing that I I feel like I just told myself that's what I look like because maybe a few boys told me I was this and that. And I just decided that's how I was going to look. I was going to look fat, even though I didn't. But I was so obsessed with trying to perfect my stomach that I'd work out like crazy. Not only did I work out on my own at home, like doing like the most ridiculous like crunches. And in my head, I thought that was going to make me have like the perfect stomach and I was going to have the perfect body because I just wanted to in my head fit in. Like I wanted to have that perfect body, especially because I wanted to be a model. And I was like, models have to be perfect. Like they have to be super skinny, super flat stomach and no chubby cheeks and like every all of that and so I had that in my head forever like I, I was like if I'm gonna be a model if I want to be you know someone big like I have to be like thin like I have to be small and I already knew that models would starve themselves and bulimic and have really unhealthy lifestyles but in my head I was like that's the only way I can make it so I had that in my head for a long time growing up and like always perfecting that but it hit me hard when I was a sophomore in high school and it just all came crashing down you know like my anxiety everything so I was super depressed and super like obsessed with like trying to have the perfect body and trying to fit into that world that I thought like I wanted to be in and it went so bad that um I was starving myself I didn't want to eat. I would just lie to my friends and tell me, oh, you're not hungry. You're not going to eat. I'm like, oh, no, it's because I would make up lies. I'm like, oh, I'm fasting for like church, which is bad to say that because I would feel so bad saying mm-hmm. that. But um, like I would make up stuff and I'd be like, oh, I already ate. I ate a snack like I'm good. And at home, like I would eat, but then I would just pick at it and then I would throw up in the restroom. And I kept trying to do that for a while until like, it was affecting me physically, obviously. Um, I noticed my throat would hurt so much because of acid. And also, I had terrible, terrible, terrible migraines um, because I wasn't eating. I had no, like, nutrition. Like, nothing nutritious was going into my body because I didn't want to eat anything at all. I mean, I wanted to eat health, healthy because I knew, like, I couldn't. I had to count my calories. Mm-hmm. I was counting my calories with, like, a bunch of apps and shit. But... Um, I was so obsessed with like what was going in my body that I would work out so hard when I would get home, even though I was in soccer at that time. And we would condition and like work out really hard. And then I come home and like look at myself and like, nope, I had still too like I look too fat. And so like I would work out and work out and work out and I would just cry doing crunches like I would just cry my eyes out. Um like trying to lose the weight and like running every single day and like obviously if I'm not eating anything or throwing it up there's nothing in my stomach and I'm working out twice as much as my body can even handle obviously my body's just gonna shred to pieces which is what it, what it was doing my body was reacting that's why I had terrible migraines my throat was killing me my stomach was hurting but like I was so determined of like being thin and it came down to my dad um or it was when we went to church. We had, like, church during the week. And I remember having a terrible, terrible migraine. And I was so depressed. I was just, I, you know when you want to cry, but you're trying to hold it in because everyone's yeah. around you? It was that. We're in the car, and I was like, I, wa- I just want to, like, cry and, like, scream. And I was just so fed up with, like, not being able to look perfect. 
and I couldn't achieve that in my head. I was like, I'm still not perfect. I'm nowhere near. Like I've been doing all this and I'm still not working. And, and I just hated myself. Like I was so, um, I felt like shit. Like I was like, I, I'm never going to be a model. I'm never going to have that stomach. I'm never going to be able to be like, have a perfect image. And like my, my, my cheeks are too chubby, this and that, like all these things were running through my head as we were like on our way to church. And I felt like, I felt terrible, you know, because I know what, what I was doing was wrong. I know, like, my body, I should treat it like, and my body's a temple, you know, my body is, like, I, I got to treat it like it's special. And in that moment, I, like, is when I realized, like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm doing this to myself. Like, I can't believe, like, this is where, like, this is how far I've come. And I can't believe I, like, put myself through this. Like, I know it's not okay, but my mind is still there like it's still in the wrong place like I still want to be perfect even though I know I'm not getting there and even though I know what I'm doing is wrong and I'm hurting my body and I could even permanently ruin it like Mm -hmm. it can happen it's there's so many side effects and I remember going to church and I just like grabbed my dad's arm and I was like I can't oh and I even forgot to say that when I went oh no 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 sorry sorry I'm thinking (laughs) everywhere um that I grabbed my dad's arm at church and I was like dad I just started crying and I was like I just want to go home I just want to go home and he's like okay let's just go to the car like what's going on and I was like and he he already knew he knew exactly what was going on he Mm -hmm. had already noticed a long time ago he just I think he said like he wanted to he didn't really know how to approach um what I was going through or was if he wasn't really 100% sure but he knew I was throwing up he just was trying to figure out if I'm doing that all the time or if it was just like oh I didn't feel good um but once he noticed it happened like two to three times is when he's like okay like this is something you've been doing for a while and when I was in the car I was crying I was like I just feel like I'm not perfect like I'm ugly I'm fat like I'll never be a model I'll never have like no one's ever gonna love me for me like because I look like this like I all I cared was how I looked for years like I never I never worried about like who I was inside it was always my image I was so obsessed with like how I look like it was ridiculous like no matter what I put on no matter what how even if I like I look at pictures I'm like oh I look so cute I'm like I at that time I felt like the ugliest person I felt like no matter how much makeup how I did my hair if I wore the cutest outfit I still felt ugly I still felt fat and I was just like that depression, that negativity that I had in my head. I just put those negative thoughts and made my created this like false image of myself. And um, so I'm telling my dad all this and he's like, yeah, I know. Like, I know you're going through this. And he had me talk. Um, well, he had told my sister. Right. He told you. Or how did you find out? I forgot. I found out because you tweeted. Oh, that's right. okay this happened i already knew Mm -hmm. and then my dad found out after right yeah so stephanie had tweeted something like oh my god have an eight in two days or something like that Mm -hmm. and um in my head when i tweeted that i was i thought like no one's gonna think i'm starving they're just gonna be like oh damn girl like how can we have an eight you're not feeling good like i didn't think anyone like you're sick or something yeah well my best friend uh rocky she she told me she's like hey your sister tweeted that she hasn't eaten in two days like that's kind of weird like do you like she kind of was asking me like oh what happened or what and then i was like that and we both kind of just looked at each other like she's starving herself like i didn't even we didn't even think you were sick Mm -hmm. we thought 
you're starving yourself so i remember i didn't tell you right away i think i found out and then i we had gone to church and then like i talked to some people about it and then like i started crying because i was like i don't know how to help her like Mm -hmm. it's weird because you saw like i saw it on the internet or you know somebody told me so it was like hard for me just to be like hey what's up like you know how to approach me yes and i remember i don't think we did talk about it until like after because i I made you a poster that Mm -hmm. said you are beautiful or you're beautiful just the way you are Mm -hmm. with like glitter and i had like somebody leaving in her classroom and all this stuff and that was kind of my way of letting you know that i know Mm -hmm. and like i know what's going on Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because i remember because i was like confused to be honest when um i was still in like felt like really depressed so i was very sensitive um so when i went into my english class my my english teacher she's super cool miss Stephanie. shout Mm -hmm. out um she told me that somebody left something for me and she's like just um you can get it after class i was like okay and then she handed it to me after class and then i was with my friend and i was like holding it i was like do i open it right now like i have no i had no idea what the heck it was like i just had a rolled up poster and i was like what is this you know and my friend's like open it i want to see and i was like okay like i'm like nervous and i started opening i saw glitter i was like wait i don't know what this is like Mm -hmm. And then once I opened it, dude, my eyes, I wanted to ball my eyes out in that very moment. Like, I just felt like, oh, my God, like, somebody cares. Even though I know you guys cared about me, like, it just, that was it's so. It's a sign, like, it's an actual physical something that, like, represents yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, because I felt so terrible and so, like, um, unworthy of anything. I felt unworthy of love, of anything. Like, I felt that bad. That when I read it, I wanted to ball my eyes out. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, my friend's like, who did who wrote that? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I was I was like, I don't know. Like, I, I literally didn't. I didn't know my sister knew. So I wasn't thinking, like, a certain person wrote this. I was just like, wait, who knows? Like, I knew you what this know, was. Me? I just didn't know. And I didn't know at the moment. When I read it, I was like, I didn't, I didn't know who did this. I was like how did this person know because i didn't tell nobody so i was like how and like who you know i was like really like shocked and i was like oh my god like i felt really nice that i read it i was just like oh my god like i didn't expect it um but i found out it was you and um my sister well cindy she you uh you sat me down in front of the computer i remember that you were like uh you showed me pictures of um photos of anorexia like women who have I anorexia that. and you were crying and i was crying and then you're like look at that that's what you this is what you're gonna look like you can you can literally die you're literally killing yourself you're hurting yourself this is what this is what it could come down to if you don't stop right now if you don't get out of the hole i remember you just saying me like this this talk that was very um forward but in the way i needed to hear it mm-hmm. not like why are you doing it was the way like because sometimes when somebody talks to you like that like why are you doing that you're scared yeah you're like "Uh, or like you're sensitive yeah yeah. like you told me straight up look this is not okay you're hurting yourself you're hurting your body you can literally kill yourself like this is not okay like you're beautiful just the way you are you're you're perfect like nothing needs to change like stop worrying about what people say and like the past and what you think you see in the mirror because that's you're you're tricking your mind to see a certain image that's not even there and after that i was like oh my god like i was bawling my eyes out i 
pretty sure I didn't sleep that night because I was just like, oh my I god. Do, I do remember I did research because I was like, I want to make sure like I know what you're doing. And in, in my head, how I am as a person, I do research before I buy something. I do research before I go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So like in my head, I re- I remember now that you brought it up, like I remember asking you, did you look it up before you started doing this? And you said no. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. I just started doing it. Uh-huh. And I was like. In my head, I was like, I don't, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, I like didn't how understand. could you do something without looking up to see yeah. what you're doing? I, and as a person who doesn't struggle with that and has never struggled with that, like, I also couldn't comprehend how, like, your mind was working or, like, mm-hmm. how that, that, like, didn't make sense in my head. Mm-hmm. And it like, was, like, why hard. would you do those things to yourself for that? Yeah. And, like, I, I didn't, like, I heard, like, anorexia and like you know starving and stuff mm-hmm. but not so deep like i wasn't like obviously i heard of it because i like loved modeling and stuff but i didn't look into it because i never thought that was gonna be me like i never i never thought in my head that i was like i'm just gonna try that it just happened i was in a really dark place i was super depressed about my whole like past it, i had struggle with like um letting go of my past um so that I feel like was a start. Like I, st- I couldn't let go of my past. I was crying all the time about feeling alone and like I couldn't fit in. And then it, I started picking at things and I was like, maybe that's why. Maybe this is why I don't fit in. Maybe this is why I haven't reached this this goal or this dream that I have because I'm not I don't look this way. I don't know why where in my head I thought like I had to look a certain way and I also didn't help that all I look at was like these models that are are thin. Like I didn't look at especially back at that time. Mm-hmm. Now you know there's curvier models. There's plus size. Yes, and, and back then it was like you look at America's Next Top Model and they were skinny. They're they were like all, all twigs. Super, yeah, honestly, they were like really tiny, and so that image in my head was like I won't make it and I won't get anywhere near there if I don't look like that. So that's why I was so obsessed with that. Like, I created that flaw in my head. Like, I looked in the mirror and I literally, kid you not, like, I know, like, I wish I was, like, kidding to say that I looked in, in the mirror and I think, like, I was so fat. Like, it's so crazy. Like, sometimes I think of that and I'm like, like, yeah, I still look in the mirror. I'm like, dang, girl, like, you gained some weight. But, like, it's not totally different. To. Yeah, like, when I, when I think when I do that, I'm like, damn, I can't believe, like, back then i would look in the mirror and think that but like legitimately what i saw in the mirror it's crazy like i don't know i would look at myself and literally see huge like that's how deep my head was into thinking that's mm-hmm. how i looked like literally my eye, my own eyes were tricking my own mind was tricking me to think that that's how big i looked and i didn't even look like that mm-hmm. but it was all in my head and obviously like i created those things i allowed um those negative thoughts and negative things people would tell me like I allowed that to I accepted that and accepted that 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 was me like I let people choose who I was and what I look like like in their eyes and that was my my wrong because now I I'm like if somebody tells me like I literally do not care like if I I'll feel how I'll feel like if I think I'm like this and I'm a thing like that but if I'm not gonna allow somebody to tell me like oh you look like this i'm like no i don't i look like this and like i obviously have more confidence than before but uh, that took years because i mean i still i still some days struggle like sometimes i'm like 
I think about it, not gonna lie. I think about it and I'm like, okay, no, I can't get I can't get like that again. I already know what it was like to go through that. Um and I don't wanna put my body through that again. Like I know there's the right way to do it is eating right mm-hmm. and working out and staying positive and surrounding myself with people who are gonna uplift me and you know, like doing all those good energy things are gonna things are gonna bring me um good energy and good vibes and that'll uplift me only like that's what i do like i watch videos that uplift me i don't watch videos that like will bring me down or make me start thinking negative you know about myself or my self-image um i just had to slowly accept who i was that this is how god created me like this is how i am and i'm gonna love every piece of me no matter if i gain 15 pounds from now or if i lose like i'm gonna love me for me like that's it period um I'm not going to allow people to tell me um, that I'm this and that. Like, no, this is who I am and I'm going to be confident. And yes, I still struggle with my confidence because I have days where I'm like, I don't feel that great. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. not perfect. Like, I still I still have my struggles. And like, yeah, I still struggle with like sometimes I think about not like eating or throwing up my food and then I snap back out of it. And that's just something that I had to grow to learn to do Um, because it's not hard now to do that um it's really rare that my mind can get that deep but i um, i do want to backtrack a little bit just to kind of like get some questions for like oh yeah, maybe people wondering hmm. when do you think it started like when i started not eating or when my mind got just to like when like maybe you were your thoughts in your head where you didn't feel like you were pretty th- or thin or I started feeling like that once I hit middle school because um, when I went into middle school, most of my closest friends all went to different schools. So I felt, I was like, oh my God, I'm by myself. I literally don't have friends. Like I just knew two people. And once I didn't, I wasn't friends with them anymore. I was like, how am I going to, how do I make friends? How do I do this? And I would look at all my friends and like, I thought they were perfect. And I just started creating that that image, that thought in my head, that image in my head that if my friends look like that, like I want to look like that too. Like that's why they have a lot of friends. That's why they're known. That's why everybody likes hanging out with them. And so like I feel like slowly that's when I started picking stuff at myself. Like, oh, like they always have to have nice hair. So like I'm going to have to do my hair all the time. So you were comparing yourself. Like Mm -hmm. once you started comparing yourself. Because before, before like, it was bullying. I did get bullied, but I didn't. My reaction was just to cry about it. Mm-hmm. Like in middle school, like if somebody made fun of me, which happened a lot, like I would just cry about it at home and like react. And my reaction was I would be really mean. Like I was I just was, bad. I was just going to like mention that, like yeah. that it kind of not makes sense. But like that the way I can notice that like you were letting it out was like either at home home, like because you were always snappy like Mm -hmm. like not like how we jokingly argue now like before like we would get me and you would fight like yeah not physical but like verbally fight and it was bad like not yelling either but just arguing like and i feel like you were triggered so easily Mm -hmm. back in the day like oh no matter what even if you just looked at me weird i'd be like why are you looking at me like i would just snap like yeah and it's like the only people you're comfortable enough to because not like you were going to be like that with your friends or somebody who was telling you certain things and i didn't my mom would always say that like i knew because you wouldn't ever stand up for yourself 
at school because I would tell you, what do you tell them? You're like nothing. And you would stay real quiet. You were very quiet in school until you came home. And that's when you let out your feelings. That's when you reacted to like all those things people tell you and do to you. You would react at home. And that's what I always tell like a lot of my friends with kids. Um, when they tell me like if their daughter or son is acting the way, I'm like, something's going on. Yes, something's definitely going on because, well, in my case, that's what happened for me. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. I'm saying it's sexy. It could be what I went through, but it means something is going on because um, a lot of times, like when kids are young, they're afraid to stand up for themselves. They're still trying to figure out like confidence and like, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's something you have to learn to do. Yeah. And for me, it was super hard for me to stand up for myself. I was super, super, super shy, like super shy. So just imagine a super, super shy girl getting made fun of and like being pushed around. And like, I remember like this kid would like unzip my jacket and like open my clothes and like in front of everybody laugh at me. I can remember. Mm. I'm like, I don't remember who like these p- exact people were, but I remember like I have flashbacks of like those little things, you know, like they would just treat me like they would bother me like and make me feel uncomfortable and laugh and, when and I would that, feel uncomfortable. that was like a lot of boys are taught mm-hmm. like bu- like bug a girl if you like her mm-hmm. and in your eyes it was just like these people are just being mean and obviously yeah. they, they're just being mean but yeah and then they tell you oh he likes you i'm like you're like what what yeah and so i never defended myself and so i carried that for years like, I couldn't ever stand up for myself in middle school. Same thing. Um, if there's, like, drama between my friends, I was never in the drama. I was just in between it because my friends weren't want to be friends. And mm-hmm. I used to just be in the middle of stuff. But um, I was always picked at, like, uh, I, would, I was always manipulated. I grew up being manipulated by everyone. Like, all my friends. Every time I had a friend. It I was, was manip. Mm-hmm. It was because I was so easily manipulated. Like you can tell me do this, do that, and I would do it. And with the smile on my face, by the time I get home, I'm like, why does why does this person treat me like a slave? Why do I always say yes? Why do they always make me go do it? Why do they always make me pick it and me pay for it? Like, like you didn't understand. Like I could stand up for you. Didn't know like, that I was could an say option. No. I could say no. Yeah. And like I didn't want to say no. I I was scared to say no. I'm like no because then they're not gonna be my friend. I was so worried about being alone and having no friends that that's why i was the yes man in every friend group you thought like if i looked better maybe they'll treat me better exactly so i was like i have to be like them like i have to look like them just like them have the same clothes and yeah so i think it it's like it stemmed like that was a seed basically in elementary school was the bull like the bullying like the being made fun of and picked on and manipulated and then in middle school was it started with manipulation and then comparing myself. Mm-hmm. And then high school was when I was just like it was like full force um, comparing myself, not just with the people in my school, but like literally celebrities, people I see in magazines that are obviously everyone's photoshopped. I I get photoshopped a little on my photos, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I know how that works now. But do you feel um, because I, I know we have talked about this, like just us, um, Mexican culture and um, that affecting you as far as like like in Mexican culture like you call like flaca gorda like fat skinny those are just like um nicknames that you mm-hmm. like 
give your kids family members whatever like my parents call each other gorda and gordo like they're literally calling each other fat yeah <laughs> like fatty like gordito but in in mexican culture that's not offensive in a way mm-hmm. but i know we've had this conversation like to me that didn't affect me like that was just like okay whatever like i'm not and i would i would get defensive because i'm like i'm not so i don't know why you're calling me that mm-hmm. but it didn't like do anything to me mm-hmm. but even you i remember we a long time ago we talked about like people calling you skinny like that made it worse it really did actually i didn't even think about that but um yeah when my parents called me flaca i'm known i wasn't always known to be flaca like it's the skinny skinny girl and and now, now that i'm remembering when i was a freshman i remember i heard a guy say a guy that I thought was cute said, oh, I like curvy girls. Like, I don't like skinny girls. Like, they're ugly. Mm-hmm. Like, that's gross. He literally, when I, he said, and you know, at that age, like, if you have a crush on somebody, like, and for me, I was like, oh, like, I want to impress them. Like, even though I was so shy and I didn't talk to nobody, like, I still, in my head, was like, oh, I, got, I can't be skinny no more. Like, I have to gain weight. I kid you not, it was so bad. My mom would tell me, like, dude, stop eating so much. Like, you're eating super unhealthy. I would have, because I want to gain weight so bad because I want to have curves. I wanted to have like the body, you know, and the body that I thought I was supposed to have. Um, so I was eating four slices of bread with a shit ton of butter on them and sugar. Cause I was like, I'm going to have to eat I heavy carbs. Eating a lot, yeah. I would eat that every single day. I kid you not. My mom would tell me like, this is, it has to stop already. Like, why are you eating so much? Why are you so worried? And I used to be like, because I'm too skinny. Like I'm tired of being skinny. Like I don't want to be skinny no more. Like, but in my head, it was like guys, like curvy, curvy girls. And all I wanted to be was liked by a guy. You know, and if but I in reality, they liked you anyway, <laughs> or I didn't even freaking know that. And that was the last thing I thought about. And that's why I gained weight a little bit more in freshman year. And that's why in my sophomore year, that's when I was like, oh, my God, like I gained a little bit of pancita. Mm-hmm. How I need to lose this now. And then, you know, other stuff would stem from that, like me not eating. But it was just a lot of things. I know this is like everywhere, but I keep remembering like little mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah, I gained weight then had in my head I had had to lose it all. Um, I had to be like a twig. I didn't even care about being curvy or impressing a guy. I was like, you know, I have I have to be a model. I have to st- I have to in my head I was the model. Like everyone knew like I liked modeling and want, everyone's like, Oh, you're gonna be a model. So I was like, Oh my god, like I, I ha if they're gonna expect me to be a model, like I have to like show up. I have to drop the weight and be skinny i have to be perfect and my makeup has to be done my hair has to be done so i always in my head had to be like perfect every day i have to dress up every day and i had to like eat less and count my calories and it literally would count my calories like crazy i wish i knew how much i was eating but i don't remember now um but i would do that because i wanted to i wanted to how do you call it like i wanted to then my reputation to stay the same, I guess. Like, I wanted to be, I didn't want people to be like, oh, my God, she was, like, a model, but, like, now she's, like, fat. Like, I didn't mm. want people to say that. Or I didn't, I don't know what was going in my head, but, like, that's, I don't know, that's kind of what happened. Um, As far as, like, you, um, with your eating disorder, when do you think that started, or why do you think that started? Um... 
I can't even tell you like the day or like why you decided to do that. Yeah, because I remember like weeks before I was eating um, in school, they had uh, cheese sticks and I would have it with marinara sauce. Like I would eat the two that came in my lunch and then whoever didn't want their cheese stick, like I was eating my friends. And then I remember my friends would be like one specific friend and not she was I didn't take it as like. I'm looking at back and I'm like, she was like, dude, like, why you, you need to be careful because that's a lot of grease. Like, that's not good for you. She wasn't saying like, you're going to get fat. She's saying it's unhealthy to eat cheese sticks like the way you're eating it. Like, you're eating a lot, dude. Like, chill out, you know, mm-hmm. like, save it for later or, you know. And that now that I think I'm like, damn, she was, <laughs> she was trying to have me out because I could have got like really unhealthy. Like, obviously, like, I mean, as in like diabetes, I don't know, because it was bad. Like, I was eating every day. And I hit a point where I was like, oh, my God, like, I can't even, I feel like I can't even breathe. Like, I eat so much every single day. And I was playing soccer, and I remember they would tell us, like, no carbs, like, heavy carbs at night, like, for dinner, no pasta, no nothing. I didn't care. I was eating all of it, like, and I would say, like, I didn't eat any of it, but I was because I was trying to still, in my head, even though I had gained a little bit of weight, I was still, like, oh, no, like, I need to be curvy. And then it just hit me. I was like, I'm fat oh my god and like everything just came crashing down i'm fat i again like because it was phases for me there's days where i'm like i don't care anymore about how i look and like a few months will pass and it's like like a flip of a switch Mm -hmm. i'm disgusting i'm fat i'm overweight my legs my thighs are too big that's kind of how it was just like the next day it just happened like that i just woke up and was like i feel disgusting like i feel gross and i would just cry and then it would just sleep this night every night crying about like wishing i was thinner wishing and i was always grabbing my stomach like oh my god i have a pouch like i I have like love handles my thighs are too big they jiggle too much and like i keep working out and nothing's fucking working and it was just like that's just when it progressively got worse when i was like okay i'm gonna just start eating less that's when i was counting my calories like i was trying to make sure i only like counted uh, my calories like to a certain amount and burn as much as i fucking could that day from whatever i ate that's why i would work out twice so i would try to burn most of it which in my head i didn't know that you're not supposed to try to burn it all off you know your body still has to have something and what my head was like i gotta burn it all off so like i can get skinny and it from there i just went to like skipping meals and then to like figuring out how to not eat throughout the day and if i had to eat which was here because my mom would be like hey eat i can't like not grab a plate and not eat it she'll find out so i would just get a little bit eat it and then like after i would when they were everyone was still in the kitchen all of you guys were be in the kitchen or dining area i would throw it up but i thought it was quiet like i literally did everything to be quiet and then my dad said that he had that same day that i told him everything he's like yeah i know i heard you today I heard you in the in the restaurant. I was like, how did you hear me? I was really quiet. He's like, I heard you. And I know what you're doing. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, he's like, I know what you've been doing. Like, he was obviously really, 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 like, sad and hurt. Um, but in my head, all I thought was myself. And mm-hmm. what, if it was going to affect anyone, I thought it was only going to be me. Like, I didn't think about it. Even then, else. I don't really think you were thinking of it was it affecting you in a bad way. Yeah. No. You were just seeing, like the light in the end of the tunnel in mm-hmm. your head like i'm just gonna be perfect i'm gonna be skinny not even that my head was like i'm gonna be perfect but 
I'm gonna be skinny because in, I feel like in your eyes, as far as like someone who was here watching, like you were working. Not I want to say don't even want to say working, but you were trying so hard to in your eyes get skinnier, which in everyone else's eyes you looked healthy and great. But mm-hmm. was it even working for you doing that? It it wasn't because I was eating. Well, what happened was I was starving myself and there would be one day out of the week where I would just like dive into food because I was so hungry. Binge. Binge eat like one meal. I would just like scarf, scarf that I felt so sick. Like I would end up throwing up because my stomach couldn't handle it. My stomach's not used to keeping stuff down. I barely could handle like holding it in when I would eat, when my mom would make. So, and my this eating disorder that I had, it didn't last long like a lot of people. A lot of people go months, years. years. Um, thankfully, um, I just feel like God was like, girl, like this, no, like this has to stop. Like I felt something like, cause I knew it was wrong. Like it just hit me. I was like, this is not okay. That's when I talked, I talked about it. And if it wasn't for that, I mean, I don't know how long I would have kept going. I remember telling you, I just remembered right now too, is because like, I didn't remember even talking to you about it. But when I was showing you those pictures, I remember being like, you're going to die. Yeah. You you keep and that's that. when I was like bawling my eyes out. I was I started to get scared because I, I wasn't feeling good. Like every day I had terrible migraines and my stomach would burn so bad in my, my throat. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm di-. my dad, my dad's like, because back then I wanted to be singer. Like my whole my whole life i always wanted to be a singer and i thought i was gonna be a singer and my dad's like your dream is gonna end you're no you're not gonna be able to sing you know you're ruining your throat you know that ruins your throat because of the acid that's coming up your throat every time and it ruins your teeth your teeth will start to rot too he's like you don't you don't know this he's like because you don't look it up you just thought that i'm i'm not gonna eat and throw it out if i if i happen to put it in my mouth and I'm going to get skinny. He's like, you're not thinking about the effects. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, you guys both hit me with the reality. What I didn't know. And that's when I was, I was like, wow. Like, I really didn't know what I was putting myself through. Like, I literally did not know. Yeah. And I'm really I, glad we didn't sugarcoat it either. Yeah, no. That's why, that's why I like that you guys were forward with me. And, like, everyone should be like that. If you know someone that's some. I just feel like you have to be that one person that's going to be forward. Because a lot of times people feel you can't be straightforward because you know they're sensitive but the reality is that they need somebody to tell them that because if everyone keeps talking to you like oh but don't do it like you know because you don't want to be straight up because you're scared of their reaction truth is they're gonna have to hear otherwise they're gonna keep doing it yeah or you know i mean sometimes they still end up doing it but at least that'll be in their head that image and those thoughts and those facts because they're real and they'll happen if you know that person doesn't make a change and doesn't get help um but yeah i'm really glad you guys were straightforward to me and like i had to hear it like that for me in my experience mm-hmm. Did, do you still struggle i know you kind of touched on it a little bit but do you still struggle with any of that um with eating n- n- like I, it's rare that it, like it does happen like where i think about it and when I'm, like, picking at my food and it takes me, like, a good 10 minutes, I'm staring at my food. It's happened. That happens a lot. Not every day, but 
it does happen where I'm staring at my food and I'm and I I just I, it's kind of like when you zone out, me zoning out and thinking about like everything hap- everything that I went through just flips through my head when I start thinking about not eating it, then I start thinking like everything that happened after that mm-hmm. and like then I start thinking about reality. Okay, if you don't eat it like this, is gonna happen. What, That's what when helps, I snap out. What helps you get out of that mindset? What happens? The facts. I I can die. I can end up like having anorexia, like not looking like, not even just looking like that, but putting my body through that. Like I now, I, like at this point, like I know I remind myself, like no, like your your body's a temple. You have mm-hmm. to take care of it, and there's other ways, healthy ways, which I've I've done before, and I know work, and that's kind of like how what helps me snap out of it. And obviously, the effects go through my head. I don't want to go through that. What would you, um, like, any advice you would give to somebody going through that, having thoughts like that in that situation? Or can anybody who's relating to what what you just talked about? Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes when people ask me, I get nervous. I'm like, I I, I say I don't know right away in my head. Um, Everyone goes through it differently. Mm-hmm. Like my, I can give advice and it might not work because maybe they need something else. But for like what helps me um, or what helped me then and now then was the fact that I even I just spilt. I just spilt it out because I couldn't hold it no more um, because I felt like shit. Not 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 just like mentally. But physically, like <laughs> I started to feel the effects. Like, I started to literally, physically feel ill. And that's when I was, I got scared. I was like, well, if I go to the hospital, they're going to find out. And, like, they're going to force me to eat. And it's going to be so much harder. And, like, I started to think about um, how wrong it was. And I was like, there's so many ways. Why am I being like this? Why did I put myself through this? Um, But talk. Even if that time you open up about it and you're still in the same spot at least you talked about it just try again talk to somebody that you can confide in that's going to be real with you mm-hmm. that's not going to sugarcoat nothing that's going to be forward and tell you the raw honest feeling and an opinion and, and well like their opinion about like how they feel about it mm-hmm. you know, with, they know what's wrong they're going to tell you straight up go to somebody that that will tell you talk to you like that um and I knew my my dad and my sister obviously like those people for me mm-hmm. um, my mom too, but go to somebody who y- you can trust and mm-hmm. um, confide in that's gonna be raw with you. Um, another one is take the steps by trying to be positive when you look in the mirror. So when you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I feel disgusting, as you start picking the flaws, just take a deep breath and tell yourself, you know what. This is all in my head because I'm not those things, mm-hmm. you know, um, saying positive affirmations to yourself, even if you feel weird, sound weird because you're not used to it. You're so used to being negative. I'm very used to being negative. Like I grew up being super negative about myself from the inside and out. But starting with those positive affirmations and taking steps, because if you don't take them now, they're going to be 10 times harder in a week in a month like it's gonna be so much harder like take the steps now do it for you you only have one life you're special you're put here for a reason like don't 
don't risk your life and don't risk um, your mental health for the sake of what other people think about you because it all comes down to like what people think about you too like if somebody tells you 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 look ugly like a lot of us are gonna think they're right we're i'm ugly mm-hmm. it's hard to have confidence sometimes um because we we're built in a society that compares um and that's told that you have to look a certain way and be a certain way to be beautiful um and yeah it takes baby steps like i i had a lot of people open up to me when i uh posted that photo on instagram like i had never seen my instagram dms flood like that and i was like well people are opening up to me like i had never to be honest i never had like a heart-to-heart conversation with somebody else that's been through the same thing that can relate that can relate like i've never so i got nervous i was like what do i tell them like how can i help these people because everyone's experiencing something different everyone has that specific father insecure about that they're dealing with some is bulimia some is just anorexia some is whatever it's just body dysmorphia that they're you know um the thing they're struggling with Mm -hmm. and i was like how do i help each person because i haven't gone through all of those things and i didn't last that long like a lot of people a lot of those people told me it's been years or it just came back and it's been years and i hadn't gone what do i do like a trigger mm -hmm. and i'm like oh my god like i felt kind of scared i was like how do i like i want to help these women um but how do i help them but to be honest a lot of times it's we feel alone when we're going through that um because our, our mind is so negative our mind is everywhere we think we're useless worthless we're not good enough and that makes us feel like we're the only person in the world feeling like that mm-hmm. and what i think helps is um opening up and and if somebody like for me for example you heard you hear my story now like you can message me like i'll be here to listen even if i i don't know what to say or you know for your specific situation but you can i'll be open ears mm-hmm. um you're not alone like there are sadly and unfortunately so many women out there thousands of women who feel the exact same way who have felt the exact same way who's feeling that right now and has been going through that for weeks months years their whole life something that they struggle with daily um but i think it's that like you're not alone because in our head we think we're the only ones feeling like that and it's so unfair that we're the only ones going through that that this struggle but we're not there's so many other people going through it and we can get through this together um somebody i feel like you guys need need to find somebody that's gonna keep you accountable because sometimes you when you struggle with something and you tell somebody like oh i'm sorry and like once you talk about it like that's it it's done no get somebody tell somebody check on me don't be afraid to tell like check on me even if if they say that's even better because they already know like so they should be checking up on you your friends should be checking up on you if they know that you're struggling with something even if the next thing you're like no i'm great thanks so much like i don't want to talk about it no more they should still check up on you so the person you you confide in should be someone that should check up on you make sure that you're fine this week next week next month um because like we say it's a battle like it's something that can come back something can trigger it and it could come back like you just have to fight it fight fight that 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 thing that's telling you in your head that you're not good enough it's just you have to believe 
that you are worthy, that you are good enough, more than enough, that you're perfect just the way you are. And if you happen to feel insecure about certain things, like love yourself and know that you can like, you know, when we gain a little weight, we know we can we can lose it the right way. Let's eat healthy, work out, put good things into your body because our, our bodies are a temple, you know. We just have to worship ourselves like <laughs> god i will also be putting um websites and um any like hotlines that you can call if you're struggling with any of the things we talked about today Mm -hmm. so if you don't have anybody that um you have to confide in or you you feel like you can't um i'll go ahead and uh, put those down and stephanie like she said you can also reach out to her Mm -hmm. um but i did want to talk about a few things um as far as modeling um did you have any advice for someone that's coming into such an industry? I think it's you have to be aware of everything. Because I, I went into, well, it's not that I went into the industry because I really chose not to go that far for mm-hmm. my own specific reasons. But there's a lot of, they do discriminate. There is sexual harassment. And I mean, you're going to find yourself in a lot of, situation if you don't know if you're not prepared to handle those things if you want to work with photographers you have to go with somebody you know unless i mean you got the balls to be by yourself but like i will never be by myself at a photo shoot if i don't know the person if it's opposite sex like even if it's a girl too like i'm still gonna take somebody with me if it's not yeah like I, honestly i'd rather be safe than sorry i don't want to ever put myself in a situation that i know i could have prevented there, there's also um like a lot of like websites that tell you like things to watch out for mm-hmm. don't go blindsided i'd say because like i know mm-hmm. stephanie always like shows me a photographer i'm like hey like this person wants to shoot with me i'm like you know like uh, we look at the profile i'm like maybe it's a little too many naked photos and it's like mm-hmm. okay, this person i don't know it's, it's not gonna be good for your brand mm-hmm. um when to shoot naked photos for someone for free and not that you were considering it but just like just be cautious of like um don't go with any photographer just because they're free Mm -hmm. and just because oh i need my portfolio built up no look at it as like it's your fucking resume Mm -hmm. it's what people are gonna look at that and be like that's what you are if you do naked photos they're gonna do that's how they're gonna see you if you do uh, editorial shoots that's going to be your like reputation you're the editorial kind of model or your um uh what do you call it when you model for like a website mm-hmm. they're gonna, if that's all on your profile that's how you're going to look so don't just work with like a shitty photographer because it was free and you needed photos to mm-hmm. update your profile no work with the best if you can work with the best save up your money and get a good photographer and get sometimes good shots. you don't even need anybody it could be your freaking iphone there's in your literally backyard like mm-hmm. img models and there's a bunch of people that like take a picture with your cell phone like mm-hmm. i could see that you're what we're looking for from the selfie that we asked for from a certain angle mm-hmm. like you don't necessarily need like if you're gonna go in to try to get casted you don't need a professional photo no or like you, super photoshop y- clean face yeah you don't need that um but i would just be careful with that kind of stuff yeah because i've gotten um photographers who've worked with celebrities like even celebrities i'm like obsessed with or like they um they would message me and then it would end up just being flirting and like oh let's hang out like completely forget about the fact that we're working trying to work together 
and I'd have to drop it and I'd be so sad. I'm like, man, like if this person didn't freaking do that, you know, I could have worked out with them. But don't, I would say, in my opinion, like that, I would not shoot with somebody that's been flirting with me and trying to go out with me. Like keep it professional. Um, If you want to go out with them like that, that's on you. But like if you're there for work, like and you don't want no creeper. Yeah. Focus on that because there's been so many cases where the girl shows up and she ends up having to take photos a certain way and then they get sold. So now she's her, you know, special photos are out there. And so just do your research, guys. Yes. Be careful because you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, lastly, I just wanted to, I guess, kind of touch up on um, you throughout your whole life <laughs> before you met your boyfriend, you were single. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you kind of had to like love yourself because for so many years Mm -hmm. I don't feel like you you did Mm -hmm. to let someone love you and that's why it took so long for you to date someone yeah and I went through the whole trial of dating all the assholes (laughs) yeah like literally it happened fairly quickly like you Mm -hmm. didn't date many people Mm -hmm. but like you found someone that like treated you right and like showed you what you didn't know like he he valued me yeah. And I never had a guy value me for me and want me for me and get to know me. Um, and I think that's what I struggle with. Cause I'm like, when I, when I, after I went through that eating disorder, after high school, I started becoming more insecure about who I was as a person and more than how I looked. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, who am I? Like I was trying to figure myself out. Like, because now at that point I was like, okay, like I, w- I do want to date. Like I want a guy, like I want to get married one day. Like, but then my insecurity came with, will a guy love me for me? Like, am I really that special? And like, that's when I, I has that's when I started to work on loving me as a mm-hmm. whole, not just my physical outside, not just how I look because in high school and all the years before is how I look like loving how I look, loving how I looked in the mirror. And when I got older, it was, loving not just the outside but the inside too and once i did that that helped me obviously a lot um and having somebody value me for me you're happily in love i am and somebody who loves me for me so well thanks for opening up um i felt like we don't usually have that many deep conversations on here but i did want it to be a place where like we can have deep conversations you Mm -hmm. know like life isn't always like rainbows and sunshine Mm -hmm. but i did um want it to be a place like wonder vault for people to escape to Mm -hmm. but also like there is real stuff happening so like we want to be able to talk about it and i know a lot of people related to it when you posted about it so that's why i knew i kind of hoped you would want to talk about it um But yeah, like, thank you. Um, like I said, I will be posting the any links or phone numbers uh, if you wanted to reach out for someone, if you wanted to get help with any of these things, as well as um, Stephanie's Instagram. And if you guys have any questions for Stephanie, you guys can go ahead and um, ask us on Wondervault Podcast on Instagram or her Instagram, Stephanie Howdigie. Mm-hmm. And um, if you wanted to message her privately of anything new related to her, ask her anything, you can go ahead and do that. If you wanted us to answer it on the podcast, we can also do that Um, up to you guys. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. And I'm open to it now. Like, it's not something that I'm afraid to talk about. 
um it's something that i learned to just this is what i went through like i'm not perfect i know a lot of people look at our family and think we don't go through shit like everybody else but we've had our battles Mm -hmm. um so you guys can definitely ask me with confidence um obviously whatever you tell me i'll keep it to myself if between me and you if you don't want it to be talked about on here or want anyone to know i am someone you can trust um but yeah thank you for listening and thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast yeah thank you guys we'll see you guys next week bye